This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more online at cleanfuels.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Eight Midwestern governors waiting for news on whether or not they can sell E15 in their states next summer got some more clarity today. Speaking to reporters on the sidelines of Growth Energy's Biofuels Summit, EPA Administrator Michael Regan said the decision on the waiver will take some time to become official, but not too long. We will um, have it done in time for the 2023 ozone season, so we're working on a timeline to meet that request of the governors. He says EPA wants to make sure their rulemaking will stand up to legal scrutiny. Under the nation's biofuel law, the eight states should have heard back from the EPA within 90 days of filing their petition in May, but that hasn't happened as EPA works out some specifics in Washington. For Growth Energy CEO Emily Score, the sooner that announcement comes, the better. So we're just pressing them, you've got to get this out quickly. Most important, you've got to send the signal out early for the retailers so they can plan ahead for the marketplace. That's what we need to have that consistent growth in E15 sales. She says she has no reason to believe the administration will have a change of heart on the issue. You look at what happened this summer. We've been very good about reinforcing with the administration. Look at the savings, the fuel savings alone that you get with E15. So I think that's something that they will, they're committed to and they'll follow through on. While granting the waiver and allowing sales in those states is a victory for the industry, SCORE says the goal of national sales remains. That's the majority of E15 markets right now. It's not enough and we're not satisfied but that gives us some good momentum and good coverage at minimum for next summer. Regan also offered comments on how he wants future blending targets to look as the agency prepares a proposal that must be rolled out by November. You can read more about the issue in our coverage on agripulse.com. In other news, consumer feedback is fueling a Department of Agriculture study into a key issue. Agripulse's Hannah Pegel has more. USDA is taking a look at product of the USA meat labeling and how it can better inform consumers. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack says the department recently surveyed 4,000 people to gain insight on how they respond to the labeling. And we asked the question, what do you think this means? And the second question, do you put value on it? It's one thing if you know what it means. The question is, are you willing to, would you be willing to pay a nickel more because of the label? And based on that, we're going to take a look at the survey results. And based on that, we're going to determine whether there are steps that we need to take to strengthen the direction of, and, and the criteria under which you can use such a label. Vilsack says once the department can better understand how product of the USA labeling impacts shopper choices, it could open the door to look at other labels and how they are informing decisions. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, the Biden administration's pick to lead a Labor Department office key to agriculture had her day on Capitol Hill today. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer followed along and has more. A Minnesota lawyer who's worked to support companies and employees came before senators today as the nominee to serve as wage and hour administrator in the Department of Labor. Jessica Lumen has been serving as acting administrator. She said her work at the state level included helping to expand opportunities for workers. I was proud to oversee some of the most impactful efforts to streamline licensing and increase opportunities to expand registered apprenticeship into healthcare, agriculture, and IT industries. If confirmed, she said she would draw upon her experience bringing myriad parties to the table for constructive discussions. I recognize that helping employers understand the law is a key part of helping businesses, consumers, and employee and working families thrive in our economy. And 
that most employers want to understand and to comply with the law. Lumen said her goal is to prevent wage and hour violations from happening. If confirmed, she would have jurisdiction over a wide array of agricultural workforce programs, including H-2A visas. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Clean Fuels is a farmer-founded trade association representing rapidly growing low-carbon fuels like biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. For more information, please visit cleanfuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting for Agripulse, I'm Spencer Chase.